Destination for Greatness, Episode 3. But until they get out there and start doing it and getting into action, you'll get no results. This is the final call for all entrepreneurs heading towards Destination for Greatness who are craving for a boost in self-confidence and self-belief. And entrepreneurs who aspire every day to live a life full of fun and freedom and who wish to impact the world while they soar with greatness. Is it possible to put the final pieces of your puzzle together? Find out for yourself. Now, let's buckle up because here's your host of greatness, Sohan Gokern. Hey, what's happening, Greatness Tribe? Welcome to the episode with Donna Gamagami and me, your host for Greatness, Sohan Gokhan. Today is going to be really special. I say this because I've got a friend who I've known for six years. She's an amazing, aspiring, and inspiring entrepreneur for women and a lot of people around the world. She's definitely impacted me. She has been a great friend. There are lots of times where she's given advice, and you know what the best part is? She's never given advice through words. It's always been through her actions. So I really want to welcome Donna Gamagami. Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sohan. What a great um, introduction. <laughs> well, excited to be here. I'm telling you, we're more excited than anything else because um, We've never had a guest like you on the show before. This is the first time, and I'm telling you, people are going to love it. So, Greatness Tribe, harness your seatbelts, take your pen and your paper, and keep it handy because you're going to need to take lots of notes, and you want to listen to this over and over again. But I'm going to get straight into it and introduce Donna to you. She has no formal background in terms of education. She's self-employed by age 20. Last five years, this lovely lady has built a property portfolio gone from zero, get this, from zero to 12 million New Zealand dollars. I mean, a year ago, Donna purchased Money in You for the New Zealand and Australian market, which is a franchise of personal development, and it's the kingdom of personal development. And I'll let Donna share that more with you and tell you through this podcast. But she is absolutely passionate about educating uh, women, mainly women, as they are a big movement right now, especially in the financial literacy industry. Um, her belief, according to her, her beliefs plus behaviors equals, equals bank balance. And I think that's a powerful message right there, Greatness Tribe. She also believes that you've got to stop treating business like a hobby. And she says, get down to doing the job and getting it done. Move to the, the right side of the cash flow quadrant, which she'll explain. Donna will explain to you what it is. And she says, move straight into the investing zone so that you can really make a difference in the world. Donna's all about systems and people and her values equal inspiration, empowerment, and making a difference. Donna. I know I can go on and talk about you, but there's no better person than yourself to tell and introduce yourself and fill in all the gaps. So take it away. Thank you, Sahan. Wow. Sounds rather impressive, doesn't it? When I hear someone else talking about myself. It's always fun. Yeah. And then you realize, looking back, what you've, you know, where you've come and what you've done, I think we all get caught up in the day-to-day -day life and then we don't really stop and really, you know, think, wow, that's what I did. You know, that's awesome. So, yeah, so like you mentioned, um, from the age of about 20, I went self-employed. I had no dreams of going to university. My brother was very much the university, you know, I, I, if he had his way, he would have been a full-time career at university. Um, I was the other way. I just wanted to go out and work in business because I knew successful people were people that didn't have jobs, that they had their own business. And for a while there, I, I was – you didn't know what to do. I actually was a photographer, professional um, photographer, mm. way back then, um, which was a great business, um, but it was all about me. 
So I only got paid when I was taking photos um, and, you know, it wasn't the easiest business to sell because it was about me. So um, for a while then, after that, I was a bit lost. Um, wasn't sure what I was looking for, but just knew I just um, just couldn't, I just didn't want to have a job. I, I can't think of anything worse than working Monday to Friday, nine to five, being told when to have my lunch break. Um, it just makes me feel sick inside thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and then also having that, you know, three three or four weeks off a year for a holiday. I'm like, you know, that's, that's not what I want in life. Um, so, um, you know, I tried a few different things, trying to work out different ways, what I was looking for. Um, during this time... I met my, my now my now my husband, but I met um, Jeff, and um, you know we built a large direct selling um, business together, um, and that has been enabled us to, um, like you mentioned five years ago, um, investing into property. So for um, about ten years or so, I supported my husband and his business, um, and build up that cash flow, then I can turn around and say, okay, now I want our money to make money. And so um, five years ago, I've always had a passion around property, so I went out shopping. And um, actually, one step like before that, that <laughs> <laughs> he reckons that, you know, you can't complain, you know, because I go out and buy a house or two in a day, and he says, it's better that than shoes and handbags. So, <laughs> <laughs> what a decent problem to have! I like that. Yeah, so he was very, very <laughs> supportive of my shopping habit. Um, <laughs> but a step before that, actually, is I, um, I actually, when I was in the search of what to do, I actually um, started investing in myself. So before I invested in a prop into a, a business, I invested in myself. And um, I'm sure your listeners out there would agree that you know successful people. You know, if you want to be successful, invest in yourself. Um, and so, you know, I've done a number of courses over the year. Didn't you know become what some people can do too, which is like being a course junkie. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I've um, done a number of courses like Landmark um, Education, um, and I did a number of different ones. Okay, and out of every one of them, I've got a little bit of nugget of gold, and you made sure you utilize those nuggets because it's all great doing on these courses, but if you don't do anything about it afterwards, you know. Absolutely, and, it, and, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tap into that. Sorry to butt in yep. there, but I'm, I know we're gonna tap into those. Uh, I would love for you to share those nuggets that you got from each one of those courses, but uh, um, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that session in just a sec. I also wanted to point out to to what you just said. You know, successful people invest in themselves, and, and greatness tribe. You want to make a note of this because it's so true, Donna. That if if you're not willing to invest in yourself, uh, no one's going to be willing to invest in you, and and that makes a big difference because the moment you invest in yourself, you just find different ways of having to get past what's stopping you from getting to where you ultimately want to achieve or reach, you know, in terms of your dream lifestyle. So we completely get that. Um, Donna, I just want to ask you, how would you describe what you do today? How would you describe what you do in 15 seconds or less if you met someone for the first time at, say, I don't know, maybe a social event like a barbecue or even at a formal event? Mm-hmm. Sure. I let them know that I own a boutique training and mentoring organization where we focus on firstly teaching women the fundamentals of finance, which is the literacy, 
And then secondly, how to create freedom with their finances. Okay, it's the leverage. Yeah, so, you know, I think without literacy, you you, you can't or you won't be able to achieve um, the leverage. It's true. So you talk about literacy and you talk about leverage and you help women to break free and get both through educating them. Is that correct? That's correct because I see so many people out there, and in New Zealand in particular, um, and I know you've got listeners from all around the world, but in New Zealand it's very, very easy for someone to have their own business. Mm. Okay, um, we're very entrepreneurial that way. It's you know, it's um, I think you, you walk down your street in New Zealand, and every second house someone's got their, they've got a business working from home. Yeah, you know, outside if they've got a full time job, they'll have something outside of that, um, and yet everyone starts treating it like a hobby and they don't, they have these grand dreams of it being huge one day, but they're not, they don't know how to, you know, create that. Yeah, you're, you're right. And and I like that fact that you say, you know, they, they have great ideas, they have these grand ideas, but they just don't know how to go about doing it. And that's what the power, that's the power of education. And that's, you know, we're going to talk about coaching and mentoring in, in a while. Uh, and, and I'd really love for you to dive a little deeper into that and share with us about coaching and mentoring and the power of that that it can have on entrepreneurs to take an idea and, and turn it into reality. But before we go into that, tell us, you know, because we talk about business and we talk about revenue, we want to keep it real, we want to keep it raw. The Greatness Tribe really wants to know how it's done. And so every single guest that comes on my show gets an opportunity to share with uh, our listeners as to how they make revenue because it's just another way of sharing ideas. So how is it for you, Donna? How do you, tell us how you generate revenue and cash flow as of today. Oh, well, first of all, through my husband and I, we have our um, um, direct sales business, okay? We um, have a, a new skin business, um, have had that for, gosh, I don't know how many years now, <laughs> I'm losing count, um, over 20 years, but that has generated us a huge leveraged income, okay? Um, and then, like I said earlier, we want money to make money. And so that's when I went on to the property thing. Now, I could have gone off and just brought, you know, commercial property or um, – but I went out and brought, got a mentor. So from doing um, – investing in myself and doing a number of programs, one of the things I learned, one of the little nuggets of gold I learned was copy successful people. You know, get a mentor in the area that you're interested in. Okay? So I went and um, – invested about 35,000 New Zealand dollars on a property coach for a year. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I loved about this, the program that I did was that it was one day a week and I was out there pounding the pavements, learning about property. So I wasn't sitting in a room, in a classroom, writing notes every week and going, you know, well, one day I should be able to do this. You know, it's like reading a book on how to ride a bike and not getting out there and riding the bike and learning as you ride the bike. Mm, that's an interesting thing. So you've got to learn to ride the bike, but it's important to actually ride the bike and not just learn how to. Yeah, anybody can read about how to ride a bike, but does that mean you can ride a bike? No, no. you've got to get out there and do it. And so I you know, um, took on this coach, and for the first ooh, six months um, of this one-year course, so I had a year to make this work, get my 35000 back, invest in property, you know, and he just kept saying, no. No, every property I brought to him is no, <laughs> you know. But the principles behind it 
you know, what I was looking for was uh, was investing in property, um, cash flow positive property. I didn't like I didn't need it to be cash flow positive because you know about other leverage income, but I wanted it to stand on its own. And so you know I've got properties that are nine ten percent yields. At, now the property market in um, in Auckland has gone crazy in the last year, and you're lucky if you get five percent now. Wow. So I've got, you know, I average around about 9.7%, I think it is, yield on my properties right now. Wow, that's super high. Yeah. <laughs> that's super high. Okay. Well, it we, looks all after itself. I have no risk. You know, if, um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I need to invest in property, and they just go out with the fear of missing out, and they just buy anything. And then when the interest rates, you know, go up or the – you know, things change, tenants move out, damage is caused, then they get themselves in a financial problem. So I always just, you know, keep the risk to minimum. Um, and, yeah, just look at ways that you can create leverage and streams of income and then reinvest in that. Because mm, mm. when you reinvest, it's not like some people, just, they get them start getting their money and they get all excited and they start going on the holidays and they start, you know, buying the next Flash's car and next thing they know, they're living up to that income. You know, it's like, no, stay how you are and, you know, save some money and invest it in other areas. So you've got multiple forms of income or revenue. Love it. Create multiple forms of income. And one thing that you said uh, at the beginning of your conversation about, you know, how you generate revenue was you said get out and get out there and do it. That was that was what you had to do. You just had to get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people fear that. And uh, greatness tribe, you need to you need to be able to understand this point. It's not it's not about you just taking lots of courses, getting educated, or finding a fancy mentor. It's about you learning how to get out there and actually doing it because that's the only way you're going to falter and make mistakes because those mistakes are going to teach you lots of lessons which are more valuable than the actual mistake. And so yeah. you brought up a really good point, Donna. Um, I want to I want to want to sorry, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you for a second, and and right. you know they can listen to you. For a podcast, I don't know how often you know once a week or whatever, and get, oh, that's really exciting. But unless you take, I mean, that's mindset. Listening to you and the interviews you do, that's people mindset and expanding their knowledge. But until they get out there and start doing it and getting into action, you'll get no results. Absolutely, just go out and do it, greatness tribe. Stop sitting there and waiting for the next best thing. Get out there and do it. So I'm going to switch gears, Donna, and uh, and talk a little bit about. We're going to go into your 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 heartache moments. I want I want you to take a moment now and you know spend the next couple of minutes to just talk about your conflicts, your heartache moments where you had pitfalls, your problems that you faced, especially at the start of your entrepreneurial journey. You know, take take our greatness tribe down that memory lane, and Donna, really share with us your heartaches at that time. So this is the one that I really had to stop and think for a while and think, wow, because it's so funny. When you get to a certain point of success, you forget in some ways the heartache or you get a little bit, you're not so attached to it. Um, and some things you can look back and laugh at. And yet when you're in those actual moments, you just think, you know, you're at the bottom of the bottom and there's no hope and then you look back at it and you go oh yeah that happened and you laugh about it (laughs) (laughs) so I I, for me now when things happen I just look at that okay at the moment I'm in the valley and you've got to go through the valley so you get to the top of the mountain 
and so you, everyone will have those bellies. Um, so looking back, oh gosh, I mean it just depends how far back in life you go. <laughs> you know, there was times back. where I was lost, just didn't know what I wanted to do or really find my passion on what I wanted to um, really, you know, put my blood and sweat and tears into. And then, so definitely was stuck there for a while. Um, going through and doing self-development courses and things like that helped. Um, oh, trying to think of things. Um, for my first six months of my property course, you know, I invested all this money. Um, you know, I had other people in the program with me. They were buying houses. First six months, I didn't buy anything. And, you know, I th that all came down to mindset because my coach was saying, I'm really sorry. I keep saying no to you. I'm really concerned you're going to get, you know, depressed and, you know, frustrated. And I just said to him, no, because how I'm seeing it is every no is a learning experience. Every no you say, to, every time I bring a property to you and you say no, it's no good, and you tell me why, it's a learning experience. And um, so you try and, try and get the positive out of it when you're feeling really bad um, when something's not going right. Um, you know, I've worked long hours. I've worked Saturday nights, Sunday nights. You know, I have friends on Facebook and they're going to this concert and this party and, and um, you know, and you're thinking, oh, no, I can't go. You know, I haven't got the money or I haven't got the – time um so you just really stay focused on what your dream is um yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of something that will bring tears to people's eyes <laughs> <laughs> well yeah it, was, it came so easy for you didn't it it all came so easy yeah i mean there's frustration and then you take it out on your partner and you try not yeah. to take it out <laughs> okay, so how many times did Jeff not have dinner? Come on, tell us it's okay. We will tell him. <laughs> my, my workflow times, I know where my strengths are, and I work you know, better in the afternoon and evenings yeah. more so than in the mornings. So, <laughs> so I'll give you my, my great mind, you know, flow in front of the computer at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock at night, and so here's the cook dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. So... Ladies and gentlemen, you got to remember this. When you're in your downtime, you make sure that, that you find the best moment that you don't have to do any of work so you can focus on your business and feel it and let your partner or anyone else take care of the rest of the house, right? Um, I've met people that have been really successful and, you know, and the way they've got successful is that their partner has been their, their, their backup. So whether it's, um, you know, uh, a mother having her own business, then the, the her husband might be the you know the looking after kids, picking them up after school, you know, getting to their events on the weekend, whatever it is to support them, support her to create her business. Um, so you know, I'm I'm always one for saying you know you've got one person being successful, there'd be people around them as a team that help that person be successful, That's right. and just to really acknowledge them for doing that. Yeah. So creating a team around you in the house is really key. To, to finding that space so you can grow out of your, your troubles and your heartache moments. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. definitely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So, so Donna, at what point did you, your journey of greatness begin? Let's, let's talk about that now and talk about your light bulb moment. When was your light bulb moment that you might have had while you were searching for those answers? I mean, how did it all begin to transform into this greatness for you? Um, gosh. When was that big light bulb moment? Um, for me, I think it was little, little, um, I'm trying to think of what a little light's called. <laughs> a little light bulb moment. A little <laughs> flicker. <laughs> There's ones on the string, you know, like the party lights. That's right, little party lights. That's right. That's yeah. Actually, that's a great thing. I'm going to change it to party light moment. Maybe that's a good <laughs> idea. Because <laughs> for me, it wasn't one big wham. Um, there was lots of little things. And that helped keep me on track knowing I'm doing the right thing. So for going back within uh, with our new skin business with my husband, it was number of light bulb moments. There was you know having a, uh, building a, a leveraged passive income. That was a light bulb moment for me. Um, having um, products that are that are patented, revolutionary, you know, innovative. Um, cutting edge, um, things that people want, you know. Yeah, it's all very well having a, a, a great sexy product, but if it's the market's not wanting it, who are you going to sell it to, mm. you know. Um, so being a, on the cutting edge of what people are wanting, um, you know, helping people achieve their dreams as well, coaching people to achieve their dreams. So, you know, talk about being, making a difference. Um, that was one of my little light bulb moments. Okay, so um, share with us some of your great results that you would have experienced so far. Some of my great results. Right. Um, as in... Through your property or even yeah, through so, some of the cutting edge technology that you brought in with, with your husband. You know, share some of your exciting results that you experienced today. Well, within our new skin business, it's hearing stories of people earning... Yeah, even if it's just an extra thousand dollars a month for somebody, and it helps some, you know, kids at school, or it makes a difference that way, or someone using a product that's helped them with a skin condition, or just help them health wise, or you know, um, that's awesome. So there's different levels of it. It's, it's continuously in my life and all different levels. Uh, you know, my husband helped, you know, coaching someone to earn a hundred thousand dollars a month. In new skin, uh, mm. you think that made a difference in their life? Wow. Huge, yes. you know, and all those people in between. Um, Property-wise, it's you know just success stories there. Yeah, buying, just having um, having fun as well is a big one for me. Uh, having fun, getting out there, pounding the streets, learning about property, um, buying at great prices, and and getting them valued up, <laughs> even greater prices <laughs> <laughs> and at the right time yeah and I'm, and I'm also too with property because we go sometimes people get a bit funny with property they think you know I'm very much for a win-win situation um, I'm not one of these you know people trying all right I'm going to get that property at the lowest possible price and really you know I don't know if I want to say this word screw that person down mm. you know uh, if someone wants to get out of the house and I'll give them a fair price you know I'm, I'm all about win-win um you know, I, I just, it's one of my, I guess it's another way, another value for me as well as win-win. Mm, um, great results come from win-win situations, as you say. 
yeah, I just don't involve. I don't get involved with this, you know, the shark like real estate agents. I stay away from them. I want to, you know, I want to go to bed at night, close my eyes, and know that my tenants and all my properties are in good, warm, safe homes. Um, yeah, awesome. That's really, really cool, Donna. So, if you could now time travel back to day one of when you started off your entrepreneurial journey, and if you have five minutes with your former self to communicate any lessons that you've got, you know, just with the intention of saving yourself from all those pitfalls and all those mistakes and all that heartache, what would you tell yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Just get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Just get on with it. Uh, Don't sweat the small stuff, you know. Um, Oh, gosh. Yeah. I would have done personal growth um, courses a lot sooner and I would have taken action a lot sooner love it greatness tribe three nuggets for you right there this is what I got and I'm going to share it with you just get on with it don't sweat the small stuff and just take action mm. and I think also getting on with it too is like a lot of people have these ideas and some of great ideas and yet they work it around their job and so it becomes a part time job but if you don't put urgency onto it, then someone else is going to come up with that idea and work on it full time. Mm. And they're going to beat you to it. Mm. That's really important. So take urgency, take take the matter uh, and treat it as urgent. Yeah. Yeah. Get the job done. How, yeah. how do you, how do you, what do you, what, what are your thoughts? How can you minimize the unknowns as they say, Donna, now that you know, I mean, you've been through so much and there are a lot of things that were so not known to you and uncertain how can you minimize that that factor, the unknown factor? How how can you minimize it? Minimize it. I would tell everybody just to come and do a money and you program. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Here's my sales pitch. <laughs> no. Tick. Um, yeah, because like you mentioned before, I, I brought the rights for Australian New Zealand Money and You just over a year ago. Um, it's been a program. It's been going for forty years, and it's all about the principles of business, and. And that's one of my light bulb moments. So when I did that program, it just light bulb went off. And so, like, oh my gosh, this is what people need to be taught about. Um, you know, it's like gravity, gravity is a principle, okay, it never changes. And so do these business principles that have been taught for the last 40 years. Um, so if, so it doesn't matter what's the latest technology is happening or you know social media is a big topic now and things like that doesn't matter these are the principles around business and you can look at any business that you're looking at or doing by looking at these principles it can make such a big difference um and yeah awesome so where can they get more information about money and you oh well they can go to my website (laughs) which is money and you Moneyandyou.co.nz. Okay, moneyandyou.co.nz. Yeah, it's a fun three and a half day program. Um, you're not getting, you're not sitting and being lectured to. You're actually playing games, um, and these are huge production games. You you're learning as you're playing games. If if you think about when you've sat last sat down with your family, 
um, and maybe played a board game like, you know, Monopoly or, uh, I don't know, last Christmas holidays we were with friends and at a bat and the kids were playing Risk. Have you ever played Risk? Sana? No, I've heard of it, but I've not touched it yet. Oh, it's all about global domination. You wow. Okay, well, I'm going to look. <laughs> okay, definitely going to have a look at the game. Absolutely. But it's a game that can take... It can take, uh, especially when you've got uh, young boys especially playing it, <laughs> it can take uh, more than a day to play. So you can sort of have to take breaks. Um, <laughs> but it's that. interesting watching them play this game. A husband playing with his 16-year-old uh, boy, William, and um, Jeff's friend. And all of a sudden, your true personality really comes out. You know, <laughs> when you play board games, you really see people for how they are. <laughs> wow. And it just made us laugh so much and realise our money and you, even though we're not playing board games and money and you, you're playing actual games with uh, interacting with people and and around business and around life, you really see how people behave. And your brain does not recognise when it's a game or if it's real life. And so your true um, way you, you react and interact um, some real, real core learnings from that, and that you can put that into your way of life. That's awesome because that that talks a little bit about partnerships that you create in your real life and your business life, and you know how you collaborate and how you behave in those uh, in those times is so important to the outcome um, of of what you're trying to achieve. So yeah. that's that's really powerful. There, we're going to talk about it in a second, but I want to switch gears and talk about the chunk of greatness. Let's talk about your very first sale. How did you go about making it, Donna? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago, wasn't it? <laughs> this is what you edit out. Uh, <laughs> first sale, first sale of what? Property or could be your property. It could be you know your first business transaction that you would have ever done, whatever it was, um, or maybe yeah, property. Since you've been so active in your property at the moment and your investments, what would have been your very first sale? How did you make it? Just very quickly in two minutes. Can I pass? Nothing exciting. No, nothing no. yet. What What did you do in your? Um, what about your new skin business? You know, you must have made your first sale. I can't remember. It was twenty years ago. 20. <laughs> What about what, what about your money in you with your first customer? Money in you, my first customer. Because that's yeah. an exciting journey. Well, let me think. First customer. Did they come through? See, I hadn't. Well, the first one we did, I hadn't done the program, so I I sort of flipped it over to somebody else to finish it off because. I, I was a persistent in the first one, so in Australia. So. But that's okay. That's part of business, isn't it? Yeah, my part, business partner. I'm trying to, I don't even know who our first customer was. I'll let you. I'll let you ponder that, and um, I, I want to share. I want to. I want um, Greatness Tribe to to understand. You know, credibility is one of the things that a lot of Greatness Tribe members tend to struggle with because especially the ones who don't have businesses or have just started with a business and they feel they need to have a result before they can go out and get a sale or they can go and get a result from someone else. They find it hard to go out because they feel, oh, I don't have a result, so how am I gonna, what am I going to tell my prospect and how are they going to buy from me if I don't have any results? Um, what, in that case, how did you go about gaining credibility? Because, you know, you created a massive portfolio. You've got some amazing success stories in your journey here. How have you gone about creating that sort of credibility so quickly? 
great question. Yeah, because at the beginning I didn't have any credibility. I mean, I didn't go to university. Um, you know, who are you? I'm a photographer. I then went into an anti-aging business, and then I went into property. Yeah. So I just basically used people around me. Um, I would um, – um, oh, I'm looking for the word um, – edify people around me. So I would I would edify people around me um, and also share with people vision. Okay. And I think the thing behind vision is action. Um, because when people see you taking the actions, they know that you're serious. Because mm. I've seen I've met people over the years that have great great vision, but they're all talk. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. I don't follow it through with action, then I don't take them seriously. I also believe that when you talk to people that are successful, they're generally open-minded and they won't laugh in your face because most of them have been there themselves. You know, it's the ones that laugh in your face are your friends that are not successful. That's so true. You've said something really, you've touched upon something really, really sensitive and it's an amazing topic because a lot of Greatness Tribe members go through that and it's part of their daily life and it's part of the journey for every entrepreneur as well. You know, Greatness Tribe, you, you, you have to take this in and rewind what, what Donna has just shared with us. It's powerful. It's about edifying other people, sharing the vision, sharing your vision of what you want to achieve with confidence and take action and, and not just be words but take action and the best part is reaching out to successful people because these people, there's nothing to fear. These guys have made the mistakes that you are either making or have made or will make and they're absolutely compassionate and empathetic towards it and they're more than happy to help. And if they don't have the time, they'll always guide you in the direction and refer you to someone who, who can help you. But they completely understand. So do not feel shy. Stop fearing and, and don't think you can't reach out to successful people on the planet. It's an In today's day and age with media and social media and the way you can engage and communicate, it's an opportunity for you to tap into successful people, get to know if they can help you, and seek that advice and seek that recommendation. Um, yeah. You know, that's where you build key partnerships. And is that how you went about creating key partnerships in your business? Yeah, definitely. And it's all, again, that win-win thing as well. When you go out there and think it's all about yourself, and you're trying to sell the people your thing, you know, when, when you actually come from a, from a place of a win-win where you can help them and they help you, together you grow together, um, yeah, it's, and it makes it so much easier. Um, you know, I've, I've got I know a lot of people that not necessarily have, um, you know, we've worked together but we've referred people back and forth because um, I know they've got a great worth ethic, I've, you know, myself as well, and together we grow strongly. Um, even people in the same industry now, I, I, I've noticed a shift, especially um, in the probably last year or so, where even but in New Zealand, you know, it's a small market. You, you bump into people in the same, you know, same networking events or, you know, on Facebook, you made a new friend and they've already got 15, 20 mutual friends, you know. So you, you just, it, it's working with each other, edifying each other because in the moment you start attacking each other and working against each other, um, yeah, it's all downhill. That's right. Collaborate, not compete. 
Mm, definitely. Awesome. Um, Donna, how did you go about funding your business? So this is this is a moment I want I would like you to share with Greatness Tribe in terms of strategies. What was the strategy that you, you touched upon it, but I'd like you to go a little deeper into it now because um, just to give a very simple, if you had to give a simple plan of how Greatness Tribe can execute their plans with you know little cash or no cash, what is it that they need to do in terms of funding their business? How did you go about it? Oh, because I say these days it's so much different now because you can get angel investors and things like that. Back then, in the early days, when, oh gosh, when Jeff and myself, New Skin, we were just, we just had this strong, strong focus. And yeah, we were broke. Um, we, we would rent out our bedrooms, spare rooms to boarders to keep our cash flow up. We would look at any way we could to keep our cash flow up so that we could use that cash to keep reinvesting into our business. Okay? Um, we sacrificed things. So I remember for a few years there, you know, three young kids, we didn't go on holidays. Um, but, you know, because we would just keep reinvesting, keep reinvesting. Um, then, you know, when I bought up the cash flow, then we went on to the property thing. Then I could use that cash flow to get myself started into a property market, um, and then from that I've then been able to, you know, purchase money in you, um, the rights of that a, a year ago. Cool. Um, so, so it was one thing helped me lead to the other, but it, the, the catalyst right at the very beginning was was just um, being smart with your money. You know, we weren't going on flash holidays. You know, we would, I mean, we would do things because you had to have some fun, but we wouldn't go stupid with it. You know, I guess it's the word um, frugal mm. word mm. Um, and being smart with our money and then just reinvesting, reinvesting, and in the end it paid off. Cool. And now we go the other way. And it's so funny because there's some things that we will, we don't even think about when we spend money on, you know, well, let's go for dinner tonight. Yep, let's do this. Let's do that. We don't even think about it. And there's still things now we go, oh, should we, shouldn't we? Because it's ingrained in us, right? Mm. <laughs> it's so true. And it's right. And and, th and that's what they say about successful people invest first and spend what's left. And unsuccessful people spend first and invest what's left. And I guess it comes from that yeah. whole instant gratification versus having to sacrifice for a while and then create delayed gratification and be able to achieve something later. Yeah. Um, um, I think also, too, is like people go to university. I mean, how many years do you study at university? It could be three years, it could be five years, you know. Um, so think about it in your business. People say, oh, I start up a new business, I should be cash flow straight away in a year. <laughs> no, you've got to keep, you know, it might be a five-year plan. It could be a 10-year plan, but in 10 years' time, if you're earning whatever your goal is to earn, you know, is it worth it? Mm. Great question. And, and you know, I'm just going to sum up what you said. So you said save save money from your income, your primary income, and invest it and keep reinvesting and sacrifice in the meantime and be, you know, sacrifice your immediate instant gratifications and be frugal with your money for now while you take that cash flow as it's growing from your investments that you're constantly reinvesting and invest it into property if or some form of investment that can generate cash flow even more that you can then take and buy a business which is in positive cash flow, right? Yeah. yeah. And invest it in areas and invest it in places that you um, that you know about. 
you know something about. So, you know, if you want to invest in property, then learn a little bit about property. So you don't go and don't pass your money on to somebody else. Go, hey, invest this for me. <laughs> you know, um, don't give your control of your money away to somebody else. Um, okay. I've, you know, we've we've done things. My husband got given a hot tip for, you know, buying some shares. Yeah, we did it. Told people about it. They did it, you know. And then one night he lost. I think it was over two hundred thousand dollars oh. in the share market. You know, and you know we could have sat there and like, oh, you know, what what's the good out of this? The good out of it was that we could afford to lose it. We didn't lose the roof over our head. We could still, you know, could still get dinner. You know, it, it didn't impact our quality of life. Was there learning lessons in it? Big time, huge learnings in it. Um, so now when we invest, we make sure that we know what we're investing in. Um, sometimes, you know, things, sometimes it's not too, you know, what they say, it's too good to be true. You know, I've had, we've had people come to us trying to tell us to put our money in things. And some of the things have been serious and we've sat down and we've talked it among ourselves and then, you know, sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't. Um, but don't, don't get sidetracked too much, you know. Property's great because even if the market goes down, it's got to come back up again. <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as you can ride it out, you know, whereas the shares that Jeff had, I think it's been delisted now, <laughs> so he's never, never going to come back up. <laughs> he's never going to go there again anymore. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're making a really good point and it's, and it's amazing how we're easily transitioning into the next thought that I had was the type of mindset and habits because you have to have a certain type of mindset and you have to have certain type of habits that will bring you to your destination of greatness. So what was it for you that brought you to your destination of greatness today? My habits. Um, well, I've probably got as many bad habits as I've got good habits. Yeah. <laughs> as you do. I like to sleep in in the morning. That's one of my bad habits. <laughs> You'll never get me at the gym at six in the morning. Oh, that's um, a beautiful way to the morning, I'll tell you that. So I have to clarify my bad habits. So I've got to like... <laughs> They're legal. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Um, so I guess it's being focused, not being sidetracked. So easy to be focused. Um, so sidetracked. It's so easy to be sidetracked and not um, just keep focus, keep heading in that same direction, um, no matter what your friends say. Now, obviously, if there is... I think there's awareness around that as well because you could be so focused on something and it's just ain't going to work. So there's reality as well behind that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think don't quit on a bad day. That's cool. Don't quit on a bad day. Yeah. Tell us a little more. What, what's, what, what are your thoughts around that? Well, I mean, anyone, I mean, there's quitters around everywhere. You know, you think that, you know, divorce rate is high. Um, you know, people get married, it doesn't work, and they've divorced within a year. They quit straight away. They're not willing to work at it. Um, you know, you join a gym. After, I don't know how many times I've joined a gym. And, you know, <laughs> don't go. Sounds great, and then don't go. So, yes, I'm a quitter when it comes to just going to the gym. Um, but, yeah, don't quit on a bad day. It's, it's when you are having a good day in the business, then think, do I'm going to quit? And if you're going to quit, it just means that your heart's not in it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with quitting 
if you got if you know that your heart's not in it or it's not going places and there's somewhere else for you something else for you to do. But have a look at it as well. If you've been quitting on numerous things, then that's different. Coming from a different place. Yeah, you got to look at the pattern of whether you're quitting constantly. Are you a quitter or are you just quitting? And if you're quitting, are you quitting on a bad day or are you choosing to quit consciously at a time where you know you're at peace with it and you're also okay with it and you're you have a an excellent reason to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you distinguish yourself from your competition, Donna? Ooh, well, one of the reasons why I purchased Money in You. Uh, program was that because um, like, there's, there's lots of programs out there um, but what I loved about Money New is the the pedigree of graduates that have done it and also it's been around for almost 40 years um, in those 40 years we've got the likes of um, Robert Kiyosaki you know the Rich Dad Poor Dad book series mm-hmm. he was an instructor for them um, wow. for over 16 years uh, in fact, the cash flow quadrant, which you mentioned very briefly right at the very beginning, the you know cash flow quadrant being the ESBI, some of you may know of that, um, that was a principle that came out of money and you. Um, so right. Wow. Yeah. The greatest Tony, tribe you guys have to have to find the book. And, and if you haven't read it, I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, you want to read it again, the, the cash flow quadrant and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, they both tie in so well and it explains the ca- cash flow quadrant so beautifully that it impacts you straight away. But it's amazing to know that it came out of Money and You. Wow. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are surprised by that. But it's just such a core principle, all about getting you, yourself away from um, working for somebody um, and getting you over on the other side of the cash flow quadrant, which is all about big business, which is systems um, and leverage, systems and people to create your leverage or investing. Because um, that's where the wealthy people are. No one's ever going to be wealthy working in a job or having a small business, um, and that's one of my passions, you know. Um, so, with money and you, it was the pedigree. Um, Tony Robbins, mm. he was 22 when he did money and you. At the completion of money and you, he sat down and wrote his business plan up, and look where he is today. Um, Jack Canfield um, wanted to write a book but didn't know what to write. Did money new, and during that program, he came up with the idea of um, the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, and that's just a great book, a series of books now. Um, because when you really look into it, he didn't write anything; everyone submitted stories to him. So it's again another great form of leverage within leverage to create his millions and you know do what he wanted to do. Um, so yeah, that's. Um, what was the question again? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you answered it pretty well, distinguishing yourself in, in, from your competitors. That's really cool. So you said you've got like a pedigree of graduates. That means you're really creating some amazing, unique content and course stuff, which education can drive people like Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield to a whole new level, including Robert Kiyosaki. And also time. You guys have a lot of experience under your belt. And you know, you know, obviously, what you're doing. So that's fantastic. Um, how you know when it, when it comes to entrepreneurs, they have a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs come across across ideas and great ideas. But you too might come across ideas to see what's the next best best thing for you to invest. How do you conquer those moments of doubt that so often you know, literally stifle or they trip or stop you from 
and stop so many entrepreneurs from those great ideas? How do you push through all that? Can you repeat the question again? How, how do you push through those tough times when you have you know, uh, doubts that creep into you and stop you from getting that great idea? So let's say you come across okay. a fantastic yep. idea and you, it's a proposition in front of you and you might doubt it or doubts start creeping in. How do you push through that and still make it happen? Sure. Um, one thing I do, I don't know if it's a woman thing, I don't normally, you know, separate the two that much, but for me, it's going by gut instinct. Um, if it sits with me, um, it feels right, then I'll definitely spend some more time looking into it. Um, I will also talk to other people who I respect who are successful um, and, and, and also has knowledge in that area. You know, it's all very well. I go talk to my, you know, my sister and brother-in-law um, mm. and they're great in certain areas in business, but in other areas, you know, it's will be new to them. So I can't expect them to be giving me their opinion on that. Um, so I've got to find experts in that particular area. If I'm looking at something different, um, and it's got to fulfill my values. You know, when I came across Money and You, you know, I purchased it a year ago, I was actually on a trip to Antarctica. Wow. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> like you do? Just like that on an ordinary day? <laughs> we got invited, my husband and I got invited to a think tank group called The Unstoppables to go to Antarctica. Um, and we just, yeah, we actually said no three times because, again, it was something different outside of what we were at focused on and my our friend that was he knew the guy who was organizing it he came and sat on the third time came and sat down with us and said guys I really need you to see what you're saying no to I'm like sure okay we'll have another look at it again we're open-minded we'll have another look and um then we could see the possibilities the people we would meet the you know and so we agreed and we went and was, we had an absolutely fantastic time it was an amazing place and on that trip, it's when I met Dame DC Cordova, who is the uh, CEO of Accelerated Business Schools, and she's the owner of Money & You. And my good friend, who was also on that trip, was a graduate of Money & You and had done it like 20 years ago. And now she's the CEO of a $120 million Australian business. So, you know, she, she just shared with us what she got out of it. And, you know, the last thing I went to Antarctica was to come back with a new business. <laughs> We're busy. We've got property. We've got, you know, um, our new skin business. And we just, but it filled, we could see that it fitted in with our my values, you know, inspiration, the empowerment and making a difference. And we could see we could do it on a larger scale to people, people. Um, and so that's when we thought, yes, let's take this journey. Wow. So when you look at now, when you look at the impact, because that came through some guidance, you said, you know, you used your gut feel, you declined it three times, but at the same time, you took your gut, you listened to your intuition, you talked to experts around that area. And of course, you made sure that it, it aligned with your values. Now, one of the things that most entrepreneurs have is the great dilemma of coaching and mentoring. So while we're on this topic, what's the impact of having a great mentor or a coach when you're starting out on, on your entrepreneurial journey? And, and what do you think, Donna, that you should be 
doing or as uh, you know anyone from the greatness tribe should be doing to measure that success that great greatness of the coach or mentor or even themselves yeah. what's the impact yeah i definitely believe a mentor business coach um you know when i went out in property spending the $35,000 for my you know coach for a year i mean i got people going i can't believe you're spending that much uh, so many people being negative 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 um and yet it was the best thing that i ever did in my property um, and we had looked at properties in the past and I'd almost bought it and we at the last minute we backed out thinking oh we're doing the right thing because I didn't have any rules in place any strategies in place and a plan of where I was going you know I mean there's property everywhere right everywhere you look there's property so how do you know which one to buy it's a good investment and that you can keep doing that uh, following a formula or a recipe to keep going and going and going and repeating it again and again um, so, yeah, mentors, business coaches are great. Um, one thing I, I do um, say to people is, you know, one thing I, I do say is make sure that your business coach or your mentor that you use is someone that's been successful. You know, it's so easy for people these days to become coaches. You know, I want to be, I'm a life coach, I'm a business coach, but when you really ask them what they've achieved, you'd be surprised. I mean, there's a lot of broke business coaches out there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's flooded with yeah. that market. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to have uh, qualification. So, and while their heart's in the best place, you know, I just, yeah, it's a little irk I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, just make sure that if you're, especially for property, a business coach wouldn't have helped me. I needed a property coach. Okay. Um, and yeah, nowadays I still have, a, I have a coach. They see things in a different way. When you get bogged down in the day-to-day running of a business, and that's what you, happens at the beginning. When you've got a startup, you're everything. You know, you're the accountant, the, the, the whatever the business is, you know, the maker of whatever, the, the salesperson, the marketing, you know, the janitor. Yeah, that's right. You're everything. Yeah. You know, morning tea, lunch, run person, <laughs> whatever. The office boy, the office girl. Yeah, everything. you know, Absolutely. everything. So, you know, and you want to get, and that's one of the other things you want to do is you want to get big as quick as you can so you're not everything because you want to be able to step out of that and be able to oversee everything and not be bogged down doing everything. And while you're bogged down doing everything, a business coach is the person that becomes your big picture person. Awesome. So what would you do in their shoes, like the Greatness Tribe, but what would you do in their shoes if you were just starting off to find a mentor or a coach? Um, interview people. Um, out there. And there's some great free ones as well, free mentors. I know in New Zealand, um, you can, if you Google it, you can get free mentors of uh, some organization that you can talk to other business owners and get free mentoring. Um, just think outside the square. Google's a wonderful thing. <laughs> True. It's, it's an amazing tool, isn't it? It's just an amazing tool that you can get yeah. so much out of it. Yeah. So just, yeah, definitely, if you can't afford it, look at it that way. Get mentoring. Get into groups of people that are like-minded, that are growing, that you feel safe to share ideas as well. That's right. You know? 
you know, Meetup is a fantastic group, uh, is a great organization with heaps of groups that have so many different areas um, of interest. And it's, it's an amazing place for aspiring entrepreneurs. So Greatness yeah. Tribe, if, you know, you wanna, if you're looking for groups, go out, look, jump on Facebook, do a search and look for the areas that you're interested in. And there are closed groups and then there are open groups. Don't be afraid to, with the closed groups to still send a request to join them because when they look at your profile and they see that you're really interested and your posts are quite aligned to what your values are, you will, they will accept you and they will allow you into their groups and you get a chance to be, you know, to interact and mastermind and talk and collaborate and find partnerships and be able to get free mentoring or even collaborate with someone and be able to learn mentoring and then find the right mentor for yourself. And uh, you get a chance to interview them at the same time. But meetup groups is also a definitely good place to be. Yeah. All right. And, and don't, be, don't be afraid to leave Facebook groups too. Mm. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes there's some out there that you think they're great and then you start listening to it and you you know, you've got you to gotta ask yourself the question, am I learning anything from this? You know, if you join an organization, you go and catch up for coffee once a month, you've got to look at it after a while and think, am I learning anything from it? If you are, keep going. If you not, move on. Your time is important. Use it wisely. That's right. Awesome. Your time is important. Use it wisely. Speaking of time, we're going to dive right. It's time for us now to jump into the golden nuggets of greatness round. So this is a rapid fire round. Uh, I'm going to dive right into it. It's fun and I think you're going to love it, but um, Greatness Tribe is going to love it even more after they get some answers from you. So let's let's get started. Are you ready for this, Donna? Oh, I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> now you'll have fun with this and trust me. Okay, here we go. Number one, define greatness in one sentence. In one sentence? Wow. Um, <laughs> greatness in one sentence. Can I do two? Um, okay, I might give you a discount. Okay. <laughs> I think it's all about empowering others and making a difference in the world. And it's not about you. Love it. It's about, it's about others. Okay. An idea that changed your life. Oh, my gosh. An idea that changed my life. An idea that changed my life. Having leverage, not working 40 hours a week for so many years, of the, you know, weeks of the year to how many years, 40 years, whatever. Having control of my life, having freedom of my life, doing what I want to do. Awesome. An exciting startup other than yours that you would bet on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a couple there. Um, one, I would... <laughs> um gosh starting startup startup oh gosh no i was just thinking about businesses um a startup business that you would bet your money on gosh i have to pass on that one i can think of existing businesses that i would definitely but startup okay um startup business i would do something that's attached to social media cool Anyone in particular that you can think of right now that's currently running and just started off? No. No, because we're getting secrets out there. Mm. You know, it's other people's ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to watch uh, this But also, space. I think also the movement of women is one I'm definitely watching. You know, uh, Dalai Lama said it's the Western woman of today will make the changes of the world. Yeah. Don't quote me too much on that. I think it's something like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely a big woman movement happening. Um, so I'm watching that definitely a lot around financial education, literacy, um, and people having laptop lifestyles. Cool. You know, I got said to me this other day and I remember this, um, 
you know, are you wanting an empire or a lifestyle business? And for people who are starting up, they've got to really look at that, you know, because some businesses are huge empires. They, you know, they want that whole structure of, you know, I don't know, 100 people, 500 people working for them, you know, and some people just want a really good income and have a lifestyle business where they can just take their laptop wherever they go and have the freedom. That's really cool. Greatness Tribe, are you looking for a lifestyle business or an empire? Really, really powerful thought. Okay. One thing that you have that your contemporaries don't. One thing that I have. <sighs> Great husband. Mm-hmm. Good answer. <laughs> I think you guys matched up on that one on this, on this point. <laughs> I think you did. When you listen to the episode, you're going to check it out. Yeah, I think Ooh, that's I got what that right. When he listens to us, I didn't say him, I would have been in major trouble. No, True love, so, baby. True as love. As a teamwork, working together, supporting, you know, we've been, we both work from home, have done for, uh, gosh, we've been together 17 years now. Um, we see each other more than, you know, People that have been married, you know, together for, I don't know, 60 years together, you know, we, we, every day we're together. Um, and to me, I'm really grateful for that, 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 that we've created an income that allows us to do that. That's beautiful. Yeah. That is. That's true. Okay. Name two entrepreneurs. Two entrepreneurs that you would host a dinner for that you would invite. Oh, well, I met Oprah last year. Woo! Yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> and that was just a major highlight. Um, so I would definitely invite her. Um, we were told we weren't allowed to when we met her. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she's all about empowering, empowerment and making a difference. Um, and who else would I be? Well, there's a few people at the moment that I'm just um, sort of watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been reading some great books. So I would Jack DeLusa. Cool. Okay. Definitely. You know, the, the author of Unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Have you read that book? Yep. Yep, yep, I have. Yep, I've got a yep. signed as well, personally autographed. Oh, well, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. He will be on this episode, on one of our episodes soon. So. Oh, awesome, yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, and um, Daniel Presley, he wrote Oversubscribed okay. and Entrepreneur Revolution. So I'm really enjoying over, Oversubscribed at the moment as well. So, yeah, that, at the moment they're the current ones that I'd really love to have uh, dinner with. I see they have a fresh take on business at the moment and so that's who I'll invite round. Beauty. Okay. If your entrepreneurial story was turned into a movie, yeah. what would be the movie title and which actor would you choose to play a role? Oh gosh. I terrible at that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a cool one. <laughs> who would I be? What movie? <sighs> I'd like to be a superhero movie. Uh-huh. Coming in and saving the world, oh, giving people all my it. superpowers and sharing it around. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would be your superhero? Or oh gosh, she's so mini. <laughs> Pick one. One. Uh, what my superhero persona would be? Yep, your act, uh, your actor. Uh, who would you like? Who? Which actor would you like to play your role? And what would be the name of the title of the movie? Cool. 
you did not warn me on this question. I'm not good at oh, stuff like this. I need I need 24 hours to think about it. Oh god, I'm gonna pay pass on this. Gonna... <laughs> it would be something fun, you know. Um, a bit of like love, actually. I love that movie. Um, something a bit of fun, a little bit of could have a bit of romance, um, a bit of action because I don't want something that makes you yawn and go to sleep. <laughs> Okay. Something a little bit different. Um, who's the actor? Who's the actor? Could be an actress. Okay, who's the actor? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be an actress. I actually don't have. Who's my... Gosh, I told you who my favourite actor was. You would laugh. Go on. Um, um, I like Thor. Okay. 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 <laughs> hey, look, we can dress him up. He'd, I'm pretty sure you look pretty as a woman too. No doubt <laughs> no, about no, it. No, 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 definitely all man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. move, moving along. <laughs> Recommend a book that you think everyone in the Greatness Tribe should read. Uh, well, I've just said two, Unprofessionals and Oversubscribed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been, my business coach gave me a whole heap of books to read over Christmas time. And being the coachable person I am, I'm pretty much through them all. Um, but yeah, unprofessional and oversubscribed, loved it. Cool. Russellbranson.com secrets. And the, actually, the one about quitting, you remember I said about quitting? Mm-hmm. It's a really good, it's a tiny little book, but it was brilliant. It was called The Dip by um, Seath Godin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great as well. So that's a great book. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah, sorry, it's not one, but I'm a reader, so yeah, <laughs> you've got to hold me it. there. No, Greatness Tribe, you're going to love it. So make you got notes, Robert Kiyosaki notes, one and the Cashflow Quadrant. I'll keep you busy. <laughs> I'll keep you busy, Greatness Tribe. There's lots to go through, so you guys can pick any one that, that Donna's just suggested. Okay, last question. Well, second last question. What small business tool or resource like Evernote or Google Docs, etc., that you can recommend to our listeners to do better business? Oh. Just quickly. <laughs> no pressure okay so um oh well i have a samsung samsung phone it's five notes so my notes i write on my on my phone straight away so i love that so i don't need the evernote because i just use that um i'm using Basecamp at the moment mm-hmm. okay you heard of that Basecamp. i've heard of that yep i've heard of that but i've never used it okay yeah what's it's it about been, it's all about Project management. So if you've got more than one person doing things, you create a base camp, everything's in there in one place. So at the moment for my business, I found out about it through my business coach. So we have a base camp. Um, if she sends me emails, it automatically goes into base camp. So if we're talking, she can go and go, yeah, yeah, I emailed you that on such and such a date. You're all there. Any documents, she uploads it to base camp. So everything is in one place. Cool. I'm loving it. It's a great way for coaching people as well. Because you click on it, everything is there. Um, you can do a to-do list with schedules. I will email you to remind you. Yeah. Fantastic. That's really cool. Basecamp. Okay. Well, Braden's Tribe, a lot of this information and pretty much everything that we've spoken about are going to be on the show notes page. So you have to make sure that you jump on the website, get information from there. Just have to go to destinationforgreatness.com and search in the search bar for Donna. And then you'll find the show notes of this particular episode and you'll get all the details there as well. So you can have a look at it again on the show notes page. Okay, Donna, last question. This is a litmus test and I'm going to let you go. Do you ever know when you are ready to be an entrepreneur? <laughs> um, yeah, I think you know when you know you don't want a job. 
Okay. When you want to be in control of your own income, that's when you want to be an entrepreneur. Greatness Tribe, you've just got one of the best simple advice on the planet. When you know that you're not ready to go to that job and you're not built for working for someone else, that's when you know you're ready to take on entrepreneurship. That's you're not, so cool. when you're not renting yourself out to other people. Mm, that's powerful. Yeah. That's yeah. really powerful. Okay, and, and how can people reach you? How can the Greatness Tribe reach you online? How can you be contacted online? Oh, um, they can reach me through um, my email or uh, Facebook. Um, okay, what's your I'm email? Not you, the, only, the hardest thing is learning how to spell Gamegame. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We can chuck it on the show notes page and people can pick it up from there. We'll call you Donna G. How about yeah. that? Donna G. Well, I tried that email, but it was gone. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, either just email me at support at moneyandyou.co.nz um, or just, you know, you know, Google me, you'll find me. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, Greatness Tribe, you can find Donna either through Google or you can email her uh, at support at moneyandyou.co.nz or you can go on the website moneyandyou.co.nz or you can even search on Facebook and you'll be able to find her. Go and look for Money and You Australia, New Zealand and Facebook and you should be able to find Donna. But thanks so much. We're over the top of the hour. I appreciate every single listener that's been listening to this particular episode. I hope you really enjoyed and got every single bit, if, if, if not little, but I'm really hoping you did get everything because Donna has been very special to all of us with a lot of information. You'll find the info and the killer, killer resources on the page of destinationforgreatness.com. Just type Donna and search for her and you'll find the show notes. Donna, I want to thank you so much on behalf of Greatness Tribe. Um, for actually hanging out with us and Greatness Tribe. You guys, I have to appreciate you for hanging out with Donna G and Sohan. Uh, <laughs> you guys have been amazing. Donna, I'll see you on the flip side, but look after yourself and thanks so much once again for joining us. Yeah, and just like to say, folks, thank you so much for the opportunity. And if I can just make one, if I've given one person a little bit of gold, a little bit of nugget, then it's been well worth it. Absolutely. Thank thanks. you so much. <laughs>